The Paul Kaharski Podcast is brought to you by Yazoo Brewing Company, a Nashville original since 2003. Welcome in to the Paul Kuharski Podcast. I am Paul Kuharski. I'm pleased you can join me this week trying something a little bit different and something I really, frankly, have uh, been wanting to do for some time. Uh, it comes at an appropriate time with Marcus Mariota um, getting a new offensive coordinator sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, podcast brought to you, as always, by Yazoo Brewery, a Nashville original. Uh, please drink their stuff. They're big supporters of mine um, and um, I most appreciate their support. I know a lot of you uh, try to support the sponsors of the site, and uh, I encourage you to drink. They've got something for everybody. Uh, for all seasons, uh, look for the red and white distinctive triangular Yazoo sign. Uh, put some in your fridge and get some next time you're at your local pub. Um, so Pro Football Reference is an incredible website. I'm sure most of you have had occasion to go there, at the very least to settle a bet, uh, to look at a stat line of a favorite player. Um, or something like that. A lot of us who are sports writers go there a lot more often than that. Um, but they've always, uh, or for a long time, had a feature. It might have disappeared for a while. It's back now in full force. It is called Similar Players. <clears throat> and so if you've got a player who's been in the league for at least four years, there is a box that says players whose career was of similar quality and shape. And I've always been curious how they come up with these players and um, and wanted to have a conversation with somebody there about Marcus Mariota and who qualifies as having a career of similar quality and shape. I'm looking for guys who are technically comps is what scouts would call them. Uh, and so I'm pleased to have as a guest today the user affairs coordinator of Pro Football Reference, Alex Bonilla. Uh, Alex, where are you? Where are you joining me from today? Uh, I'm joining you from the Sports Reference offices in Philadelphia. So great to be able to talk to you all from here. Well, I'm a Central Jersey guy. My wife is a uh, suburban Philadelphian, and uh, nice, she's, nice. she's training my nine-year-old to be an Eagles fan. So that missed field goal <laughs> the other day certainly helped the cause, and he seems to be uh, in. He's got a lot of. Eagles gear, so he's on his way. Uh, I, I was hoping you could start first with kind of telling me what the formula is. I, I read this sim, sim score explanation that comes with the similar player feature, but um, it's a little technical for me, and I thought it would be far better to have somebody like you visit with me and start by kind of explaining it in layman's terms how this feature works. Sure thing. Uh, first of all, the, our similarity scores are primarily based on Pro Football References approximate value function, which is basically a, a very complicated formula that we use to give a value to each player's season for their team. So in the case of uh, Mariota, we just released our 2018 values. Uh, he recorded uh, nine points of approximate value this season. In the past, in 2016, he had 13 points of value. In 2017, he had 12 points of value. So we use those numbers. And then similarity score, the way that works, is we try to see which players have had are, are closest to each other in terms of the seasons of value that they've produced. 
So just using an example here, right? We have uh, one of the players that I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit about today, Jim Kelly. Uh, he's listed in, in through three years as the most similar player for Mariota's value. And so in that case, we see that in Mariota's first three seasons, his top season was 13. His second highest uh, season was 12. His third highest was nine. And then if you go over to Jim Kelly's page, his first three years in 1988, he had 13 points of value. In 1986, he had 12 points of value. In 1987, he had nine points of value. So if you sort those from largest to smallest, it's exactly the same as Mariota's first three seasons. And so that ends up showing that Jim Kelly was the most similar in terms of just that, that span of, of years in his career. So they looked a lot alike through three seasons. What's how do you come to that points of value total and what's a big number for Jim Kelly, obviously a hall of famer. So that sounds like a, a three big numbers through three years, mm-hmm. though, though I'm not exactly familiar with how well Jim Kelly started his career. And obviously his first three NFL seasons weren't his first three pro seasons because he was a USFL guy. That's true. Yeah. But what, uh, what are uh, points of value and what's like a, a supremely like what uh, I don't know if you know these off the top of your head, but like uh, somebody like Pat Mahomes this year, mm-hmm. uh, what would his number have been this year? Or what's somebody who's like MVP level? What's an MVP level number? Right. Generally, the, the highest approximate value that a player can get is from 20 on up. And this season, actually, Patrick Mahomes ended up being the only player to get over 20. So that, that gives you a sense of how uh, how dominant his team was. And approximate value, it uh, most of it is based on points per drive. That's the, the main figure we use for the offensive side of things, which uh, I assume we're going to focus on today. And in, that, in the case of Mahomes, the Chiefs led the NFL in points per drive this season. So his team got the most uh, points of value to divvy up, so to speak. Whereas the Titans, uh, on, on their side, they were more in the middle of the pack. So they, they get a little bit less uh, points to handle out. So that's the, the, the basis of how many points all the players get. And then from there, it's a lot of uh, different things to split that up amongst the, the skill position players, the offensive line. And then you go into a further breakdown of rushing and passing and receiving and so on. But we do keep the, those formulas on our sports reference blog if you really want to get into the nitty gritty. But uh, the, the basic is how, many, how much points your team scores per drive. That will indicate a lot of how much value the rest of, the, of your players get to receive based on that. And then you're saying, and then there are other factors that go into it for an offensive lineman for, and position by position. Mm-hmm. What would some of those other factors be for a quarterback, which is obviously where we're going? Mm-hmm. For a quarterback, primarily, since that, that one's the, the – we consider the quarterback the most valuable position for various reasons. And so there our basic thing is a multiplier of point twenty six. Uh, and uh, we, we have a, a group of skill position points. And so they, the point 26 for them will be the largest uh, multiplier in, in that situation. Then for the rushers, we split it up by uh, what share of rushing yards for the team a certain player had. And then for receivers, what, what share of the team receiving yards a, a, a receiver had. And, and then for offensive linemen, since it's, uh, we don't have as much statistics to work with, 
So that leans a lot more on things like games started if they earned an all pro nomination later on we'll get pro bowl uh, like the final pro bowl rosters and that will also uh, in, be incorporated into the formula as well so for offensive line it's a, it's a little simpler because of the fact we don't have enough stats but for skill position it, it leans a lot more on the share of yardage that a team was able to uh, that a player was able to contribute to their team and and so the goal though in these approximate values that you guys are putting on people it is just to kind of be able to compare and group guys. You're not looking for precise scoring, which you can't do the same way you can do with, say, baseball statistics. But you wanted to find a way to group for similarity's sake uh, and to be able to differentiate uh, maybe groups of guys at the very least and yeah. just say uh, to put guys in baskets, if you will. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the case. With baseball, the similarity score formula is a lot more specific because there all the statistics are shared between all the positions. So every, every position is capable of getting home runs. Every position is capable of getting RBIs. Whereas in, in football, these positions are very specialized. So each, uh, each position has their own statistics and their own threshold of what is considered average. Or, and then, so from there, it, it becomes a lot more difficult to be able to say something like, hey, Darius Leonard and Patrick Mahomes were very similar in value. So we, we, don't, we don't say that this is a, an exact science, but the name is approximate value. And that's what we aim to do. We just try to aim to be as approximate as possible in showing how valuable a player was to their team and how that compared to what other teams were able to produce in that given season. Okay, so um, we're going to wait until after our break where we go to members only to talk about Mariota's career comps. Mm -hmm. but, I, but I wanted to ask you how um, – so you've got similar players through three years, similar players through four years, and then similar players for career. Now, his career is four years, um, but you've got different players on the four-year line and different players on the career line. So why are those two lines different? Right. The, well, using Mariota as the example, right, we have the through four years. So that will cover all just the players' top four seasons, right? But at, with career, we use the entire career. And in that case, we would in that calculation, we would assume that Mariota gets zeros for the missing seasons. And so that's why the names in the career aren't as impressive right now because it, it, he's too early in his career. But you, you'd think if Mariota ended his career here, then what what quarterback's career would you compare it to on a large on like, as a full group? Whereas through four seasons, like okay, how, going four seasons in, like what is his potential going forward? So I, I personally, I would lean a lot more on the through how many seasons they played so far, as opposed to career, especially in the case of early players like Mariota, like Winston, like a lot of the younger players we, we have in the league right now, since that's going, that's meant more for players who have completed their careers and you can have a, a fuller a fuller sense as opposed to someone who's only uh, got, gotten less than five years in. All right, I was going backwards then and it looks better than, uh, than it did. Uh, because I was looking more at the career than at the four-year. That's a good explanation. Um, <clears throat> so we'll preview a couple of these guys, then we'll take a short break, and we'll come back and we'll dive in. 
career-wise, um, <clears throat> those names are are a relatively unimpressive list. Vince Ferragamo, uh, who played and lost the Super Bowl at least. Josh Freeman, Jameis Winston, who was drafted obviously number one uh, the same year Marcus Mariota was drafted number two. Joe Cap, who had a four-year career. Mm-hmm. Jay Fiedler, Blake Bortles, who's a horror story in Jacksonville. Colin Kaepernick, who we know is uh, played in a Super Bowl, but is now more famous uh, for not being in the league if through no choice of his own. Eric Hipple, James Harris, and Case Keenum. Uh, we're going to take a short break here because uh, the second part of this is going to be members only. And we're going to talk through the guys that are on the four-year line with Marcus Mariota. His comps, according to Pro Football Reference, Alex Bonilla, our guest. We're going to talk through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten quarterbacks that Pro Football Reference thinks Marcus Mariota is on a similar course with um, and kind of hash through where statistically it feels like he fits right now, Um, which some of the names you're going to like, some of the names you're not going to like. Um, You're listening to the Paul Kuharski podcast brought to you by Yazoo Brewery. If you're not a member of the site, you should be because members on the other side of this break get to hear the rest of this conversation we'll be right back for those of you who are on board the paul kaharski podcast is a joint production of paulkaharski.com and vocal for more information and more programming please visit vocalnow.com that's v-o-k-a-l now.com. now.com 